Theo's working for Jabot. There's some unresolved tension between Jill and Colin, and Nick has put Simon in his place, for now anyway. Stay tuned as we discuss this and more with this week's Restless Wrap. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, with the buzz. Hey everybody, I'm Rachel Goodman, and here, we're here, sorry, we're here with another week's Restless Wrap. We have so many things going on in Genoa City, um, from Theo and Summer to Jabot. We've got a lot of drama there, especially with Jack and Billy. So many things to talk about. Before we dive in, I just want to give out a, a huge shout out to everybody who's in the chat right now. We've got Susan Russo and Todd Beaton, and I will be giving you guys shout outs as people enter. Um, we have some comments too from last week. Um, on the actual show, we had Kathy McMillan who said, so Chance Chancellor aka Donnie Boaz is from a small town in Texas, hence the slight accent. We had been talking about that last week. Um, we know that uh, Danny Donnie Boaz who is now playing Chance, this rendition of Chance, uh, is relatively new on the show and so when uh, Fair and I were discussing it last week, we mentioned kind of noticing that he did have a bit of an accent and uh, yeah we were wondering where he was from so thank you to Kathy for pointing that out to us we also have uh, in the chat Susan Russo said Devon is really beating himself up after giving Kane all that money we're going to talk about the will we're going to talk about um, Chance's not involvement in that and Colin's involvement Uh, Colin very interesting character but we'll get there we'll talk about that first and get there in one second Uh, Todd Beaton hey did you here that Kane's leaving. Yes, um, we've mentioned this a couple of times, I think maybe three weeks ago. It was one of our pieces of news. Um, but yes, for anyone who is not aware, Kane, um, Daniel Goddard, the actor who plays Kane, is leaving Young and the Restless, um, as far as what we know right now. It's official. And um, we're just, you know, we're just waiting and seeing this storyline playing out. Um, I'm not 100% certain when the, his last week will be. Um, they, they always film in advance, so it's hard to say when we're going to see him, what episode we're going to see him on as his, like, finale. Uh, if anyone in the chat knows, or if you're watching this and you're not watching live, feel free to leave a comment with that information. Uh, we also have one more comment. Um, this is from our Restless Rap, Restless Rap page from Emily Jameson. I love this podcast. I've been listening since I found it about three weeks ago. There's something that bugs me, though. The hotel keeps getting called the Dark Phoenix when it is actually actually called the Grand Phoenix. Yeah. And I think the confusion there is because I think it was referred to as the Dark Phoenix, not the name. But um, when Phyllis was going through her uh, situation where she basically was falling to the ground and the dark, the, the Grand Phoenix was her dream. And I think that it had been referenced as like her dark night kind of. And so um, I can see where that was kind of a confusion there. But yes, the Grand Phoenix is the actual name of the hotel. Um, Todd Beaton says, hi, Rachel, in the chat. Hi, Rachel, this week Kane is leaving. Oh, okay. So this might be the last and final week that we are going to see Kane, um, which will be interesting. All right. Since we're talking about Kane and we mentioned Colin, let's dive in here because we had a lot going on with the Will and Devon, and we saw some. We saw a little bit with Amanda, but not so much associated with this storyline. Um, we met 
well, for we've we've met Colin already, but we we were reintroduced to Colin again after a very long time. Uh, we had a very interesting scene between Jill and Colin where she basically went to him um, to find out what was going on. We had a lot of like kind of discussion around it before we actually led up to this moment. Um, but Jill went to visit Colin and basically was trying to get out of him. Like, hey, what are you doing? What <laughs> what, what, are you trying to pull here? And so Farrah and I, when we had, we'd been discussing this, we didn't know. Like, we, we had guessed and predicted that it was Colin and that he was involved. What we were unsure of is the situation with just exactly how Colin was involved. From this brief exchange that we got, which ended in a slap, by the way, that I thought was pretty funny. Um, it didn't make it to the law moment. Something else did. But um, it ended up where Colin claims that he was literally just highlighting the truth and that, he, yes, he impersonated Chance. So we got that. We found that out. Um, but he, Colin claims he really was only pointing out the fact that the the real the will that they believed to be real was not actually the real will and that he had found the real one and that he brought it to light okay and then jill was like well why would you knock out your own son that that doesn't make any sense and that all of this is because huh, that colin orchestrated the whole thing you would think that a better way for him to handle this would have been to just go to Kane directly and say, "Hey, P.S. Uh, here's the real will." That might have been a lot of a lot less trouble, and it just would have ended a little bit better. But no, Colin has to do this the hard way, and it's really fascinating to me. Um, it's, just to really see this Colin character and just the way that he's acting with Jill, their chemistry on screen was very palpable uh it you can't even and i i looked there i looked up the history of their relationship too and um i can tell that it is a deep history there and that jill is not actually done with colin i wouldn't be surprised if they end up back together um but he <laughs> yeah i can see like they're jill and colin a very interesting couple too in the sense that jill seems very um from from how I've seen her, she seems very even-tempered and is not somebody who, um, like, I, I, I bet that she's had her moments where you couldn't trust her, but it's not as obvious. And with Colin, he's just very, like, you know, very dodgy and very, like, uh, I would not trust him from one moment to the next because he seems like he's going to pull he's going to pull all the tricks out of his you know sleeve and that there is no trusting him and I can see why a marriage and a you know, and or a relationship in general would not have lasted with him because he is very um, very tricky trickster he is uh, Todd says I never liked Jill and Colin. Um, and Jill, yeah, I never liked them together. Jill can do better. Yeah, I think so too. But I feel like Colin, the thing with him is he's such a con artist and a manipulator. I feel like he's got Jill wrapped around his finger. And yes, like Jill's a very strong person. 
But I feel like when she gets in the room with him, she turns to Jello. And even though she is putting up this front like she's so strong, I can see that he has this power over her that I've never seen anybody else have on Jill, um, which is crazy. And she's obviously still in love with him. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I can already tell, like, he's the kind of dude who might think he loves somebody, but the reality is he only loves himself. So... Uh, Susan Russo says, Colin rocks Jill's boat, LOL. Yeah, I can see that. One minute she's slapping him, the next she's about to kiss the guy. So, yeah, I can tell that there's something up with the two of them and that chemistry. Jeez, like, that was just crazy. Um... Okay, so we have everything with that. Susan had mentioned earlier that Devon was really struggling with this. Um, You can tell how bad he feels that he just kind of rushed into this decision to give Kane most of the money. Um, And now when clearly there's something up with it, um, I think that Devon feels like he was really foolish. Um, Todd says, Colin, uh, let me see. Uh... Colin, the actor, is gone back to General Hospital. Jill's character is originally Sharon, uh, Phyllis, Hillary. Um, I think I read that right. Todd, let me know if I uh, didn't convey your message accurately. Um, okay, so let's just touch on this whole Will situation a little bit more because we had a little bit with Chance. Um, we got to see Chance at the Grand Phoenix, and we got to see him kind of involved with Abby too and last week um, there had been some talk in the chat that it was going to be Abby and Chance that they were trying to pair together next maybe uh, I mean I I'm seeing it like I'm seeing it in the sense that yes they definitely seem like they're trying to pair them I feel like Chance I, I, th- I said this last time too but I feel like Chance is kind of like JT but except if JT had actually been a good guy without the, as they blamed it on the tumor situation with JT and, and doing things he wouldn't have normally done. Um, but I, I feel like with, um, I feel like with Chance, he's kind of a combination of JT, maybe a little bit of Scott. If you guys remember Scott and Abby from, I guess, like going on maybe two years ago now, um, I, I feel like we should bring Scott back for Abby. That's kind of why I'm mentioning this. I feel like he was really good for her and that there's so many, there's so much unexplored chemistry between Scott and Abby that we didn't get to really see because he left. And yeah, him coming back would definitely be some drama for Sharon too. Um, and I just, I feel like that chemistry was much stronger than what we're seeing with Abby and Chance. I'm not really seeing him with anyone, to be honest. Even, I know some people mentioned Chance and Phyllis. I'm not seeing that either. Uh, Dulaman's in the chat. Hey, Dulaman. He says, hi, guys. Haven't really been watching lately. Only a few times to kind of keep up. Well, uh, Dulaman, what you're pretty much missing right now, if you haven't watched too much, is a lot going on with um, Catherine's will and some drama with Colin. I like. I feel like this is actually getting pretty good. Um and then everyone just saying hi, Dulaman. So, yeah. Uh, Susan says, Abby, so unlucky in love. Yeah. I, she, I have not seen her catch a break in a long time. Um, so, really, yes, like, Chance would be a very calm choice for her. I'm just not feeling it. And I think they just need to bring back Scott. Um, 
Brandy Joy one says, I'm glad this Chancellor Will storyline is wrapping up. Now I can start watching the show again. I really dislike that storyline. Yeah, I, I I get that. It was it has been kind of boring. Um, I think that it got a little bit better with the introduction of Colin, only because his character is so interesting. So I think that's why I'm feeling it right now. Uh, Mary says, hi, all. Hey, Mary. Welcome to the chat. Um, Okay, well, let's just talk a little bit more about Grand Phoenix, because we had some drama there um, when Chance brought it to Abby's attention. And this is a little bit separate from the Will situation, but Chance is involved, so kind of a good time to segue here. Um that there was a security risk that basically when Phyllis had done that upgrade, she allowed whatever she had done basically allowed people to get in through a back door um, to get to Chelsea's devices, Abby's devices, anybody's devices who had ever connected to the Wi-Fi at Grand Phoenix. Uh, I felt like that was too easy of an explanation, but this is coming from the person who uh, IT is my day job. So listening to this explanation kind of, uh, I didn't buy it. I mean, yes, that kind of thing does sound like it can happen, but I just felt like sometimes when I watch certain things, like especially with this moment with Chance as he's explaining this to Abby, I'm like, okay. Did they really, did they consult anybody who works in IT about this? Because it just doesn't, I felt like maybe Chance was just trying to explain it in layman's terms to somebody who might not understand, but it it felt like they could have done, they could have dived in a little bit deeper with this and explained it a little better. Um, so that was my big thing, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it getting to the drama though it essentially led to abby firing phyllis after she only kind of slapped chelsea on the wrist or you know on the hand a little like not you know obviously that is a metaphor but uh or you know figuratively but uh it just abby kind of like the, the way that i was picking up this whole situation between abby and Chelsea and Phyllis and Phyllis getting fired versus Chelsea not getting fired when Chelsea had done something that definitely put the company at risk too. However, I think what Abby was getting at is that Chelsea didn't do anything deliberately versus she, Abby suspected that Phyllis had, had tried to sabotage Grand Phoenix on purpose. Now, my thing with that Obviously, Phyllis did it, but Abby has no proof, and to just go and fire Phyllis is very, um, like, it's such a rash decision to make, especially with Phyllis bringing up the fact that she had a con- she has a contract, and you can't just fire somebody with a contract like that unless you have a good reason to fire them, and Phyllis made it very clear, hey, you know, P.S., you don't have proof that I did anything, and, I'll see- and you're not going to win in, a- in court. Which I think Phyllis is a really good point, and Abby should have, before she was going to just jump to this kind of conclusion and fire Phyllis, she should have done her research a little bit better first. And so that kind of annoyed me, too, that Phyllis just got the boot before actually, you know, figuring out for at least at least getting some evidence that Phyllis actually did this and that it wasn't somebody else. Um, Mary, Nate's always walking around in suits. What's up? They don't do hospital scenes anymore. (laughs) That's interesting. We'll get to him in a second. Um, let's see. Dooliman, Abby and her husband, the doctor. What was his name again? Dylan's friend. He was her best match. Todd says his name was Ben. Um, and then we have another comment here. Todd says, old version of Sharon. 
uh, Phyllis Hillary Ritten, who, um, let me see if I'm reading this the right way. Uh, Yeah, so the old version of Sharon said in interviews Sharon's young version of Jill when she came onto the show. Okay, I think I understand. So basically that Jill had originally played a rendition Kind of like um, the way that her character was, was more like Sharon when she first came to Genoa City. That makes sense. I get that. Um, Mary, did Abby not ask Kevin to check out the software? And that's a good point. It could have been Kevin. Kevin's very capable of hooking up a system like that at Grand Phoenix. And it wasn't just Kevin involved. There were There were a lot of people kind of going in and out. Simon, we don't really know the scope of what Simon can do yet. We'll get there in a second. But Simon potentially could have had someone come in. He was lurking around a lot the last couple of weeks. So we're going to get to Simon. Before we do, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who's in the chat right now. Thank you for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Everything you guys do, all the likes, all the comments, it, it really helps us grow here at AfterBuzz. So uh, we're very thankful for, uh, for you guys. Speaking of uh, thankful, we're coming up to Thanksgiving here. Um, but thank you guys again so much for being part of this chat and for being part of AfterBuzz. I just want to let you know, too, that um, you can always follow these channels. If you're listening on YouTube right now, you can follow um, AfterBuzz on our drama, on our sci-fi. We've got reality TV channels. And if you follow, you don't have to get all those pesky notifications. You can turn them off and still follow and support us. And then any um, on iTunes, if you give us five stars, that definitely helps and, and let us know lets us know that um, we're doing the right things and that we are, you know, that you guys are enjoying our shows. So thank you guys again for being part of AfterBuzz TV. Let us know anytime that you have done any of those things um, by giving us a comment or by just letting us know in the chat, and I will give you a shout out live on air. Thank you again. Let's talk about Simon. But before we do, I just want to let you guys know that in the last couple minutes we have here, um, we're going to open up the um, call. We're going to open up our call line for live calls. So if you're listening live right now, it's about 530 Pacific Standard Time on Sunday, November 24th. The number to call is 424-354-8302. Again, the number to call is 424 424- Three five four eight three zero two. Let's talk about Simon because we had a little bit. We had a lot of drama with Nick and and Chelsea and Adam, um, but specifically with Nick, he went to jail to visit Simon, and Simon was all basically Nick was being Nick and said, "Hey, you can't stop threatening Chelsea. There's a car in front of our our place." Just stop threatening Chelsea or you are going to have to deal with the Newmans. Did anyone, okay, anyone who's listening in the chat or who isn't listening live but you want to leave a comment and let us know, did anyone buy for a second that Simon was going to listen to this and just kind of back off? Because the way that I took it in this moment is that Simon, they're actually kind of like ramping up his character to become a major villain right now. He just seems very calculating and cold and a bigger deal than what I think we originally thought based upon just some random guy walking into Grand Phoenix and threatening Chelsea. Um, Todd Beaton, Nick, be stupid. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. Considering, 
And you notice how Nick, like, when he goes in to be gangster, he, like, slicks back his hair and he's acting all, like, tough. We're <laughs> Nick, I don't think he gets it. You don't just go in and threaten a dude like that. It is not going to work. Words are only going to flame the fire. And so that's exactly what happened. Um, Susan Russo, I don't think Simon felt threatened. Yeah. And so... Um, pretty much instantly we don't know first of all they so nick leaves right and then we get some we get simon asking the guard for his cell phone and simon makes a call i am not familiar i'm only familiar to a certain point with the way that jails are set up and um the, the the policies uh i was under the impression that if you are in jail and you're being held you do not get access to your cell phone like that. If anyone knows better and wants to correct me, please feel free. But as far as I am aware, from my limited experience with, uh, you know, my criminal justice class back in high school, when you're in jail, if you want to make a call out, you have to pay for minutes and get out that way using a, I guess, one of their public phones that's actually in the jail. But Feel free if someone knows better and wants to correct me. Thank you. Uh, but, so, one, in the event that I am right, that this dude, Simon, is able to ask a guard for his cell phone, first, that says that Simon has power. That's one. But then, two, Simon presumably called his lawyer and said, like, it was cracking a joke about paying him the big bucks to represent him. But then, the I guess the funniest part is that... Um, he wants the fe- he wants people to look into Colin is what it sounds like. He didn't say he said it in so little words, but it it sounds like he's going to get involved with this Colin situation in the will somehow. Um and he actually said his name, Colin Atkinson. Um so we know that something's up there and it somehow might be related to Chelsea and her deceased husband, maybe. That would be my guess based on the fact that Simon, I don't think he's going to let go of this whole Chelsea thing. And if he's asking about Colin, it's got to be related somehow. It wouldn't have just been a coincidence. Um, Let's see. Brandy Joy 1 says, I know. I hate that he was killed off that show. Oh, here we go. Let me go back a couple comments. Um... Brandy Joy won. I like the actor that plays Simon. Duleman said that the actor who plays Simon used to play Carlos on General Hospital. Apparently, he was killed off. Um, and Susan Russo says, yep, that's where I saw him before. Thanks, Duleman. Todd says, Simon pays the big bucks for phone calls. Yeah, that's a privilege right there to get your cell phone like that. And just to basically, he didn't literally snap his finger fingers, but like the whole the the scene felt like he was just snapping and getting what he wanted and that from jail he was this like big boss and that it didn't really matter it, and that's the whole thing that they're saying now in Genoa City is this this vibe that this dude Simon yeah like he's behind bars but it doesn't matter he's still calling the shots and uh that does happen it's a um you know it's a real thing too where a criminal can you know somehow have connections outside and be calling certain shots even from behind bars so uh i i buy that it's interesting and i think he could be a pretty interesting uh you know villain should they choose to go that route and i i kind of feel like that's what they're doing with him and we needed somebody beyond adam because we adam is not a, a villain in the traditional sense so we needed somebody like simon who really was just bad um and didn't have that 
Um, no real gray areas, just a bad guy to cause problems. Um, Susan Russo, Simon has pull. Yes, I agree. He definitely does. Okay, so um, let me just see if we missed anything before we get to our special segments. Um, the only other thing, the major thing to talk about is what was going on with um, not just Theo, but Billy, Kyle. Um, Theo was going to leave at the at the top of the week. He was going to Paris. Summer, Summer didn't seem to care. I thought that was really odd. Like, talk about not really liking a guy. That's kind of weird to me. But I don't know how you guys feel in the chat. And it sounds like we have a caller on the line. Thanks for calling in. Who's on the line? Hi, Rachel. It's Brittany. Hey, Brittany. So (laughs) we're talking about Theo now and Summer and the fact that Theo is going to leave and go to Paris. What do you think about Summer's reaction, first of all? Um, I don't think, I don't think it's like, it's like the right, like, like, I know he's, he's going to go any minute, but I don't think it's the right time. I think like, like maybe he's just like, wants, doesn't, I don't know. Like, I feel, I feel mixed feelings about it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's it's odd because so he was going to go. Summer didn't really care. I felt like Lola cared more. And then finally, we get Billy deciding he's going to step down and that all of a sudden now they're bringing in Lauren. I I was really thrown by that. I know. I when when Billy like stepped down, I was like, what? Yeah. And I get it. He's in therapy. But it just seemed like a very like 180 for his character, right? Yeah, he and I've been noticing like he he is like um <clears throat> going like back and forth with like like um what is it um Newman and Spurs like and um and um and he's staying he's still working that at Jabo, but I mean like for him to step down like him and him and um him and uh, Victoria, I really like work. Like I really love their work. You know, like at their companies and yeah. I was just like, I didn't think he was gonna step down. <laughs> it it felt really fast, and I feel like they the writers did it because they specifically wanted to get Theo into Jabot and move Summer around. And I feel like it was done for a plot purpose and less about. Like I felt like it didn't sound. It was too quick. I could see Billy doing that eventually, but it the jump happened just way too fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling in, Brittany. Have a great oh, you're week. Welcome. It was nice talking to you. Yeah, you too. So just to kind of talk a little bit more about this, and then we'll get to our uh, caption that. Um, so, Theo, just to kind of, like, they rearranged everything at Jabot. So they brought Lauren in to be COO with Kyle, who is obviously super annoyed because Kyle expected, okay, well, Billy's stepping down, so now I'm going to be CEO, and that's it. So Jack came back. He's going to be CEO. And we've got Lauren and Kyle as COO um, together. And then on top of that, not only that, Jack decided to give Summer a promotion 
um, to uh, basically head of marketing and that they were going to give Theo her old position. So this causes all kinds of problems. I think the only thing that Kyle was okay with, he seemed happy that they were promoting Summer. And then we got a little bit with Mariah this week, too, and Kyle, where basically Mariah, in so little words, pointed out the fact that the way that Kyle is acting is just kind of off, especially with what he's sharing with Summer and the kind of conversations that they're having. And I, there's still more hints that things with Lola and Kyle are going to end. So that's kind of where we're at with them. And I feel like we're going to get a lot of drama this week with Kyle's reaction to this. But not only that, it's really set it up so that now we can see Theo, Summer, and Kyle all together in the same company um, with lots of drama. So I think that that was written in very well. I just don't think that Billy would have stepped down that easily. And I think that they could have written it a different way where this still could have happened and Jack still could have come back in but that Billy would still be there um, or that this could have happened over the course of like three or four weeks when Billy finally decided, yep, I'm going to step down. And then what happens next week when Billy decides, oh, P.S., I don't want to step down anymore. I'm back. I just I feel like Billy's going to decide that and come back and it's going to be a mess. OK, a couple more comments here. Uh, Susan Russo, Summer had no reaction. Her heart belongs to Kyle. I agree. Uh, Mary, Phyllis, and Nick at Society going on and on. <laughs> what a funny moment it was. They will hit the sheet soon. Yes, that was hilarious and part of the law moment. So we're going to get there in a moment. Uh, Todd Beaton, Theo should be uh, Jack Billy, uh, long lost, not Dina's grandson. Should Theo... Uh, have a right to Jabot. That confused me, too. They keep calling Theo an abbot. He is not an abbot. He is a mergeron. Now, I get it. Jack wants to bring Theo on to work for Jabot because he feels like, I mean, technically through marriage, the well, because Dina was, I, someone might want to correct me on this, but I think that Dina and, and John had been divorced at a certain point, and she was actually a mergeron, went by that name. They were not together. Um, if someone wants to correct me if I happen to be wrong, definitely let me know. But as far as I'm aware, they were divorced anyway. I get that Jack would want to bring Theo back in, um, not back in, that he would want to bring Theo in for the first time because of the connection to his mother. Um, but technically... Theo's not an abbot, and even if Dina was still married to John, it doesn't it's not it doesn't make Theo a blood abbot anyway. Now I, I get it, they took away that clause, so it doesn't matter anymore. But uh, I'm just I'm nervous because I think that Theo, I don't know that we can hundred percent trust him, and uh, I feel like he's gonna work his way up and and try to take over the company. Um couple more comments Todd Beaton uh, Todd Beaton says Billy should become CEO uh, Jill of Chancellors okay I could see that too definitely and it might happen that's a good prediction so let's jump into our caption that segment Okay, so this week... Caption that! Yes, caption that. We've got two pictures this week um, because I kind of thought they were both hilarious. So here's the first one. Um, if anyone wants to chime in and, and say what you what comes to mind for this, um, for this one, this first picture, I came up with the caption, Do you like my fresh shave job? It really brings out my elongated smile. 
That's what I came up with. Um, of course, for anyone who remembers this scene, it was right after she slapped him. I tried to get it where it was like mid-slap, but whenever, every time I paused, it wouldn't. I, I couldn't catch it, so that's what we got. Um, the second picture is right after the slap. <laughs> Talk about some crazy emotions there. Um, my caption for this is, let's kiss, so now, let's kiss now so we can break up in five minutes. Um, because it was just very, it went from one emotion to the next, like rapid speed. Um, okay, let's get to our law moment. So, I had a couple. Um, The first one I had was Abby giving Chelsea the day off because she um, had a lot going on. And then Phyllis's reaction to that, um, where basically says, "What?" she gave this look that basically said, what about me? Which I thought was hilarious. And then Phyllis had to get in her last jab before leaving, where she was like, I've got a lot going on too. Like, hey, I'm over here. It was hilarious. Um, and then two, when Colin referred to Catherine Chancellor as an old bat in that scene that we kind of just saw. Um, and then Jill says, you can't call her an old bat. Only I can do that. I thought that was hilarious and was a really funny callback to the history of Jill and Catherine. Um, and then also the last one was when we saw uh, Nick and Phyllis kind of hanging out at the bar and they were playing video games but it sounded more like sex than them playing video games and we just know that that's always how it starts with Nick and Phyllis they're playing games and then like Mary said next thing is they're in the sheets and that's that um Brittany Duran says I think it's weird Lola cares more about Theo leaving I hope Kyle doesn't still have any feelings for summer yeah Uh, I think that he does, and I think we're going to see... Well, here's a good time for predictions. So let's get to our predictions. TV predictions. Okay, so I think that Kyle has feelings for Summer. I think Summer has feelings for him. I think that they are meant to be, and that eventually we're going to see this flip-flop. And I know we've been saying this for a long time, but I I think that we're going to see Summer and Kyle back together, and I think we're going to see Lola and Theo. And I think now that Theo, Summer, and Kyle are in the same place, it's going to cause the drama that really sets all of this in motion. Um, I think that that will, like, I think Colin lied to Jill. I think that he completely fabricated the whole thing. The will is not real. The one that he claims is the real copy. Um, I think that Colin is just a liar overall and that he's manipulating the entire situation and that uh, it's going to turn out that the will that was given to Devon, that was not given to Devon, but the will that Devon and the, the rest of the family saw years ago when Catherine passed is the real will and that somehow um, Devon is going to get his money back. I feel like since we know that Daniel Goddard is leaving and since we are hearing that next week will be his last, I feel like Kane might give the money. It's going to be one of two things. I think he's either going to give the money back and then leave or he's going to run and take the money and we'll never hear from him again, which might be the more obvious um, event to happen. All right. Well, uh, my name is Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter at Rach Goodman or on Instagram at Rachel Radner Author. If you want to go on Facebook on our Restless Rap page, it's at Restless Rap. Like and follow. I always post the link to the show as well as the caption that um, pictures that we're going to be doing. Any comments you leave on those pictures, I will read live on the show. 
Lastly, if you are a fan of Ray Donovan, we have the AfterBuzz TV show, which I'm on, uh, AfterBuzz Recap Show, coming up at seven uh, at 8 Pacific Standard Time, followed by the AfterBuzz Man in the High Castle rap show, which you can check out right after that. See you guys next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.